It is Wednesday, August 2nd, and the Give and Go Show is back in your life with yet another live episode. Uh, my name is Griffin Queen, and as always, I'm joined by Matt Ferentinos and Matt Modai. And as we introduced him last week, we are also joined by recent super producer, Elliot Shiatani. Uh, you are not going to see his face on the screen unless, for some reason, he decides that he wants to be part of the video. Uh, we appreciate you joining us, whether you're joining us on YouTube, whether you're joining us on Twitter, or if you're listening to this after the fact on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Real quick, before we get going... Wherever you're listening to us, make sure you click either the follow button or the subscribe button uh, so that you can tune in for future episodes and so that you can interact with us on whatever platform you might prefer. Uh, if you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make sure you rate and review if you enjoy the episode, pre preferably five stars. Um, and then, you know, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok. Very easy to find. We will have all of the details both in the show notes and on the screen so you can find all of those different accounts. Uh, and that's kind of it. We're going to get into it. We are in the dog days of summer where there's really not that much basketball stuff going on. Uh, so we've got a few different things that we're going to talk about. This is probably not going to be our longest episode by far. Uh, we want to talk about the FIBA World Cup coming up in a couple weeks. We're going to talk about something that I had mentioned last week, uh, which I think was a suggestion from Modi on Bancaro versus Mobley. Uh, and I actually have some questions about that one once we get into it. We're going to do an Immaculate Grid at the end of the episode. Uh, Elliot's going to host that for us, and we're going to see how good we can do. Uh, and then, yeah, we'll just we'll talk about some, some random stuff, like anime and Marvel superheroes, which we might as well start with, right, guys? I feel like that's probably the right choice. you got to start with the nerd stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, whose idea was it? Someone had a topic that I think it was Elliot. Yeah, have you guys been nerding? I mean, I know Elliot's topic was, like, the superhero fatigue, but I could talk about, like, anime all day. Jujutsu Kaisen <laughs> Season 2 has been incredible. Sure, um, sure. Wow, he's just getting right into it. Okay, there yeah. we go. I mean, I just highly recommend for those of you, whoa, Loki loves Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2. He has <laughs> real big thoughts about it. But the first four episodes are out. They drop every Thursday. So for those of you who are watching right now, tomorrow, about to catch the new episode, they're going to take a break after that and get into the Shibuya arc. But yeah, these like four episodes combined might be some of like the best just run of episodes in the anime. Mappa kills it again. Uh, that's the Ferentino's Corner, Jujutsu <laughs> Kaisen. Definitely check it out. Uh, streaming on Crunchyroll. If you uh, comment right now, I'll give you my login for Crunchyroll. So wow. What are you talking about? It's my <laughs> login. I'll give oh, you no, Griffin's you login. Have the, you have one as well, but I have a special give-and-go show login. There you go. Do you? <laughs> or is it? Are you sure? Because I use the password for that account for a lot of different things. So let's probably not give that one out. <laughs> get into my bank account way too easily <laughs> i don't know why i'm saying this on the pod now now you guys are gonna do it um yeah uh i'm not caught up i only watched episode one of the newest season uh i think we had talked a little bit about before the season started i had thought it was only going to be two or three episodes of this kind of prequel arc is it four or five is that correct it's gonna be five yep five, five okay episodes. yeah that's great that's awesome yeah i'm 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 obviously the animation's incredible the show is incredible i can't wait to catch up uh i'm gonna let them build up until all of the prequel episodes are dubbed and then i'm gonna get into it modai are you a jujitsu kaisen guy you I've are yeah? yeah yeah i've seen the first season i was actually there's this um i was in downtown denver at the rockies game and there's this really cool store 
uh, called Rocket Fizz. I don't know if it's a if it's like a chain or not, but they have like a lot of like old school candy and stuff, and like a lot of just like, um, I like I can't think of the word, but like, <laughs> like um, just looking at Griffin's face. There's a renowned renowned candy guy, like no known, known for my love of candy. Um, well, no, it's like, I mean, it's like the old candy that you saw like in the movie theaters when you were in like elementary school and like a lot of like novelty was the word I was thinking of like novelty, random stuff, like nothing super mainstream, but they had long story short, a energy drink that was Jujutsu Kaisen themed. Hey. And I thought about getting it cause I have recently started a collection of nerd themed energy drinks. I have Naruto and Ted Lasso, but I'm not a big enough Jujutsu Kaisen fan. So I would have felt like a poser, but I have seen the first season, which I know that level of detail was, was what you're hoping for when you asked me the question. So that is my answer. I mean, hundred percent, hundred percent what we were looking for. <laughs> it's, um, getting hip. it's about to be on Fortnite August 8th. I know I plugged Fortnite a good amount here, but doing it again. What, what, what is, it's uh, honestly they, incredible how much you plug stuff more than you plug the give and go show. <laughs> like, I don't think Crunchyroll needs more subscribers. You know, who needs more subscribers. The give and go show. Griff it's the Queen. orange. Jedi our marketing team is doing great. You know, it makes me think Crunchyroll too. Great things, uh, crossover, anime, what I, basketball. <laughs> what I would do for a marketing team at <laughs> Elliot. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. So anime. Uh, one of you was also watching something new. I think it might have been Elliot. I think it was Elliot. Elliot. If you want to jump in for a couple minutes, you're more than welcome to do so. If you want to talk about, there's some new show that I know you're watching. Uh, there yeah, he is, super producer on the screen, Elliot Shiatani and his... What's up, guys? Uh, yeah, I needed to talk about this. Heavy room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I started watching a show called Heavenly Delusion, um, and I've been obsessed Ooh. with it. Um, I'm, like, halfway through. I, the, I think there's only one season. Um, that sounds like it, the mind of Kevin Durant. I was going to say Heavenly Delusion. Delusion. <laughs> is it about Donald Trump? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a witty witty remark like you guys do. I'm the first sorry. thing, the first thing I thought it was heavenly <laughs> delusional. I was like, well, that screams. Or Eric um, Cartman, I guess. Yeah, but it's <laughs> just it's about these these two the people. same person. Let's let's be clear. Eric Cartman and Donald Trump are one million percent the same person. Except one's a caricature of. Uh, yeah, one one you're not supposed to be rooting. <laughs> and the other's Eric Cartman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Elliot, by all means, Sorry, please DM. tell us yeah. about Heavenly Delusion. Uh, I mean, so it, it, you've got these two characters who are, like, wandering around, like, a post-apocalyptic Japan. Um, and, like, they're sort of just having a great time with it. Um, like, it's 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 really weird because the show, like, should be dark, but the two characters are just, like, having a blast the whole time. They're, like, super goofy. Um, and, like, they're sometimes in moral peril so they'll get like a little bit serious but then immediately afterwards they're just like joking around again and it's like the the the, the way the two of them play off each other um is is just really great um and the the animation style is really interesting it's like very simplistic um for the most part but then like the so there's like monsters in the in the post-apocalyptic worlds um and they're like very detailed so it's a little bit like um like smiling friends have you guys seen that Smiling friends. Also, no. also, it sounds uh, like something that you just made up. Is that a, is that a real? Th I mean, no, like, I mean, normally I'm a... like pretty, pretty on top of anime. I've never heard of Smiling Friends. Well, that's not an anime. It's just an animated show. You guys need to watch that too. That's an insanely good. It's super short. The episodes are like eight minutes long, but it's really, really good. But anyway, okay. So, like, the 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 it's parts of it are very, like the character models are very simplistic, 
um, but the actual animation is really good. Um, I've, seen, and it's just... I've seen this before, Elliot. I'm looking up some smiling friends. I okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, it's good clippable stuff. Charlie well, dies and doesn't come back. That sounds like a good episode. I love uh, I love <laughs> post-apocalyptic. Post-apocalyptic. Wow, I can't talk. Um, I'm not even going to try <laughs> to say it again because now I'm, I'm, I'm too embarrassed at this point. Uh, but I love that. You love post post apocalyptic. I can't say it now either. You broke yeah. me. You broke my brain. <laughs> apocalyptic. There, we there go. you go. Well, there then. it is. Don't say yeah. post yeah. first because post is what's fucking it up. Is what that it's nuclear? Like, it's like toy boat. <laughs> like it's it's you don't know why. Um, like everything's all destroyed. Um, but like there's still lots of people. It's sort of like. Um, uh, like Last of Us, like th there's there, there's like pockets of civilization where like people are kind of just living their normal lives. Like the two main characters grew up in this world, so they're they're not like like scarred by it. They're just like this is just normal. That's just um, uh, but there's like lots of like mysteries going on, and there's like also a parallel story that like um, it reminds me a little bit about. Um, there's like kids in a school, and there's like weird stuff going on that they don't understand, but you as the omniscient audience understands. What's what's the other anime like that? Promise Neverland. Uh, yeah, yeah, Promise oh, Neverland. Promise it's a little Neverland. bit like that. There's like kids in a school, and you're, you're like the two stories at least halfway through have not crossed over at all. Um, and like sometimes they'll go a whole episode without seeing the school, um, but definitely real good. Highly recommend it to you guys. What's it on? And then also, I now have to recommend Smiling Friends. I don't know how none of you guys have seen that. That needs to be like priority one. Yeah, no. Wait, what's it? What's the what's, Heavenly Delusion on? Is this on Crunchyroll? Heavenly, Heavenly Delusions on Hulu. Nice. Smiling Friends is on Max. Max, yeah. Not that HBO. works out great because I have Elliot's Hulu account and I have someone else's Max account. So that's that's <laughs> so kind of two big wins for me. Let, let me finish it first because I don't want you messing up my, sure. my placing. Sure, that that's that's fair. Is it, All right, Elliot, get off our screen. We're going to talk about last, basketball. Last oh, question. Sorry, One more question. Last question. <laughs> is, it still, is it still going or is it finished? Um, I believe it is ongoing. Okay. I, I don't. I don't. So you're it. not gonna watch it, right, Moda? You you wait for things I, to be done. I try to wait for things to finish, but I mean, I started J yeah. Jujutsu Kaisen because it was just everybody recommended it, like so many different groups of people. Um, so that one I started. So I'll think about Heavenly Delusion. Okay. Good. Um, all right. That was good. That was fun. Now, speaking of anime, I am wearing my Full Metal oh, Alchemist full metal shirt. jersey. Let's go. Um, I recommended by Griffin yeah. Queen, who sent me the link to this. It was okay. All right, I was like, I'm pretty sure I recognize this from like Instagram ads that I get. I wasn't sure if you'd actually ordered one or not. I gotta, I gotta remember to order one because there were a couple that I really thought were uh, pretty cool looking. Is it, is it worthwhile? Is it good? It's a nice jersey. I like it. I, I do like it. It's comfortable. Um, I feel like you instantly don't actually look cooler, but you feel cooler, cooler when you're wearing a baseball jersey. So confidence is at a sky high. Yeah, and baseball jerseys are all all time fashion statements. 100%. Yeah, hockey I love jerseys and baseball jerseys. I feel like are like hockey underrated yeah. jerseys. I can't pull off a hockey jersey. I don't. I don't attempt to. But baseball. I have a Bryce Harper one right next to me. But I can't either. Oddly, like, yeah. I don't know if that's weird or not. But like, I look. My limbs look like weirdly stunted in hockey jerseys. You're Dude, too tall. You look like I'm we're, just always like swimming in we them. Can, I don't know. We can make hockey jerseys look good. You're too tall, Griffin. I just I think don't think they're proportional. I think I honestly hockey. think hockey jerseys are, are great on on small short men. kings yeah, and short on kings. tall men. We just look kind of weird. Yeah. All right. You guys want to you want to you want to talk about some basketball? You want to talk about some other shit? What do you want to talk about? Let's talk about basketball. <laughs> Let's, do Let's it. talk Let's about talk basketball. Hoops. All right. 
Uh, so we had said at the beginning of the show that we were going to talk about the FIBA World Cup coming up in a couple of weeks. I think it starts at the end of August, if I remember correctly. Uh, maybe the la- I think last week of August, August 25th. Uh, a lot of talented players that are going to be taking part in the FIBA World Cup. We're not going to talk about it too much before it gets going. We will definitely react to it as it's going on. However, just kind of wanted to run down a couple of uh, the really good teams outside of the U.S. because there are some kind of stacked teams that are going to be taking part. Uh, and then some teams that I would not describe as stacked, but who have <laughs> good enough players that they could be successful. And then there's obviously, I got to say it, there's some dog shit teams. Like, you know, there's there's some that are probably not going to go super deep. Um, we're not going to talk and- about the U.S. <laughs> go ahead, Fantinus. Just going to say Angola is my sleeper, man. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> are they? Are they your sleeper? Okay. Well, you know, I don't think things are going to go that well. I don't think they've announced their roster. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> things maybe maybe we could play for Angola. I, don't I was going to say, are there any of these countries is. that we can fly to to maybe give a quick tryout before possibly? Uh... Where is Angola? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's got a sickle as like the flag. So I have a guess, but I don't is want to. Is it a European country? Is it a South American country? Are, do you, are you asking because you don't know, or are you asking to see if he knows? Because I, I know the answer. I do not know. I <laughs> have Africa. no idea. Yeah, it's Africa. I don't know. It's the West. It's Africa. Africa. Of course. Why yeah. wouldn't it have been Africa? All right. Yeah, I had no idea. Um, uh, we should edit, edit this out. <laughs> I'll find out. Uh, I'll try out. Who knows? Yeah. I've, I've, look, I've, I've flown to Africa for a couple days before. This would this would not be the first time I've flown to Africa for a Actually, very short-term yeah, yeah. trip. To meet up with uh, your significant other, right? I don't know if we're yeah, She's not in Africa there, anymore, but yeah, yeah. That, that is why I flew out there initially, yeah. I flew yeah. to, uh, I don't know if you know this story, Modi. Um, Julia, right when we started dating, we'd been dating for about three weeks, she uh, went to, she moved to Africa for, wow. I don't know if moved is the right word, but she went to Africa for about four months. Uh, she went to um, Dar es Salaam. And at the end of her trip, I went out there to spend a couple of days with her and like help her, you know, pack her stuff up and come home. And I brought a bunch of like charitable donations to these schools that she was working with. And it was very, very cool. The worst part about it, however, was that I only went for about 65 or so hours, which is just an absurdly short amount of time to fly to, to Africa and another back. continent. Yeah. So I actually spent about as much time flying there as I did in Africa. Um, not not my best, not my smartest thing I've ever done. Well, it sounds cool. Did but, you like, were you able to actually do shit when you were there? A little bit, you know. We went, we went to some stuff. We we kind of hung out a little bit. Uh, Elliot just asked me in the chat if it was worth it. Julie and I are getting married now, so I would say it was probably worth it. I mean, it's something I can always tell people about what a good, uh, significant other I am that I flew to a different continent for a weekend. Uh, yeah, but in reality, was it worth it? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I would have much rather gone for two weeks. Beautiful, beautiful country, beautiful people, great food, wonderful time. Just. Two days is not enough time Travel. to go to a different country. Yeah, it's just not. Um, so back to oh, yeah, go ahead. to FIBA. I was just saying. I mean, two of the top three players in the NBA are playing in Jokic and Giannis. So, I mean, I feel like those two teams. Right. I thought Jokic was not playing. No, Jokic is not playing. He's not going to play. 
I don't believe so. I think that so I could be wrong about this, but I thought that they had announced that because uh, he had a lot of like lingering injuries and stuff between the season that he was not going to be taken. I know Jovic is playing, but I don't think Jokic is playing. I, I um, see stuff about Giannis and Jokic. That's just yeah, Jokic is not – as of a week ago, Jokic is not playing. Damn. Yeah, I, I, I remember it popping up on, on Twitter because they were talking about how uh, essentially he hides his injuries so well that nobody knows what's actually bothering him. But he, he apparently accrued a lot of like little things over the course of the season, which everyone does during a championship run. Um, and, you know, he's coming off of prior to the championship run two back-to-back MVP years. Probably makes a little bit of sense for the guy to take a break. Yeah, Luca's playing. I saw him cook someone on Twitter. I forget who they were playing. I saw him drop someone and then stare him down. Yeah, you know, I I, uh, I had it in my notes that of the three top players last season, Giannis is playing. Jokic is coming off a championship. What's Embiid doing? Like, what, what's 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 going on? He with got him? married. He recovered from other injuries. He, he uh, got married. Got married. On Twitter. He, got, he got married last week. He uh, is. You guys get married every day. <laughs> well, guys will get married and then play FIBA every day. That's true. I don't think I don't think Embiid's ever played internationally before. I think he said he would play for uh, the French team. Um, even though, like, I don't really know. Like, he's from – he's African. He's Cameroonian, he to, right? Yeah, and then he moved to the U.S. I don't really know where the French thing comes in, but I know that he's eligible to play. They um, were a French colony, weren't they? You mean, I think I, I think he might either have dual citizenship or just because of the way the country was. It might be cool. It might I be think, dual. You might be right. Can. Yeah, but I don't think he's ever played internationally before, to my knowledge. I think like uh, like a lot of people want him to play for the U.S. just to like just do the whole thing where you like just like schmooze the other incredibly talented players in the NBA to like possibly team up. Like I'm not saying he's going to form a Miami Heat the Heatles, but maybe get someone to like you. Uh, it doesn't seem like. He does that. I think he's too worried about getting hurt in the offseason. Like he always, he always starts. He's like Luca for a different reason. Like starts the season out of shape and like basically works himself into shape during the season. Luca still plays, so his excuse is he's probably just cheap at Sigs. Whereas Embiid, just like, just doesn't want to, just doesn't want to get hurt. Who could Doncic? Well, that was always, always uh, Shaq's thing too. Shaq always came, not always, but once he got to the Lakers, essentially he came into seasons out of shape because he was like, I got to carry around three hundred and fifty pounds every single day. Like I'm not doing off-season shit yeah and kobe, to his credit he always played himself in the in the shape yeah and didn't didn't kobe hate that about him though wasn't kobe always pissed that he would show up out of shape yeah it was it was one of the big arguments between the two of them but kobe was 6'6 210 and Shaq was 7'1 300 pounds like whatever he was yeah his body it's a little bit easier for kobe to stay in shape than it is for Shaq to stay in shape and yeah Shaq's older than kobe. like I agree with Kobe when it comes to a lot of things about that relationship and the way that things broke apart. Like I'm on his side, even when I probably shouldn't be for that Lakers like end period. But that's absolutely an instance where Shaq is in in the right because he maintained his championship pedigree for additional years by not doing all that offseason shit. Yeah, he never he never sucked. And to my knowledge, he never like missed a playoff run. Like he never had a serious injury for like a playoff run to my at least not in that no, hit with the Lakers. So, yeah. He was he was an Iron Man, and he didn't get the credit he probably deserved for being an Iron. Man. And even playing his his career as long as he did, he was an Iron yeah. Man. But you know, we can we can have a whole discussion about Shaq and Kobe at at, at a later point. Maybe we'll um, do that on uh, August twenty fourth on Kobe Day. 
That is, oh, I think we have one on the 23rd, but I don't think we have yes, one on the 24th. I'm, and okay. I'm, I'll, I'll be That's in close Alaska, enough. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, then we will do it without you. We'll you do it without uh, me. We'll have Elliot fill in for you. It's going to be a, a lesser experience. Hope he's listening. <laughs> Uh, if he's not, that's a problem. Uh, but yeah, so clip, clip as it relates to, to FIBA, you know, there's there's definitely some some stacked teams. Canada stacked, the USA USA stacked, Australia stacked. Um, I was saying before we got going, I don't think Spain is what they used to be. Uh, the Gasol brothers and a bunch of those guys from like that previous magical generation of players have all retired. Argentina, a lot of those guys have retired. Is Ricky Rubio going to play? Is he healthy? Uh, I think he's healthy. I don't know if he's going to play. I think he is. DM said he's on the roster. Yeah, I, I think he's pl- – I mean, I think he's there. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's had, what, three injuries in his past four years? Just been but this might so be much, his last yeah. chance. I mean, Rubio, despite being the dude who started his pro career at 15, he's finally getting up there in age. Uh, he's this, just been this hurt could like be his like his last yeah, yeah, so I was looking up – the, the odds to win us is obviously the favorite they're the heavy favorite but serbia is second greece is third Slovenia is fourth then it goes france australia spain and then canada That's so in terms of like the betting odds canada is not it's not one of the favorites that doesn't surprise Ser- me that much because canada is pool they're in group h they've got france and latvia and both of them are relatively talented teams they could have tough outs for the early rounds. They've also got Lebanon, who's got nobody on it, and they're going to be, they're going to beat them like by fifty points, by hundred. But yeah. it's it's one of the harder pools to deal with. Gotcha, gotcha. Is yes. Wemby playing? Yeah, good question. I think from... Wemby said he wasn't going to play. I, think I also no, I he's going to focus is. on the M- NBA and was yeah. on getting his body right. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it was a discussion between him and the Spurs and the French national team. And I think, if I remember correctly, there was a little bit of friction about it. But he he's not going to be playing. They want him ready. Um, you know, obviously, they only had him play a couple summer league games because they want him ready for the season. They don't want to have a Chet Holmgren or a Ben Simmons situation. So, yeah, uh, I, don't I think, think there's no way. He's not going to play 65 games, right? There's no way that he's going to hit the 65-game threshold. I just find – unless he like, – I mean – what, he if, Netflix... what if he does the, the Jaron Jackson thing and he plays 24 minutes a game and he just goes balls to the wall for 24 minutes? I could well, see Jaren, that would be dope. Jaron Jackson does that because he can't stay out of foul trouble. Like, it's not because <laughs> – is it because of injury or is it because he's always just has, accumulates fouls? See, you know, that was my take on it. It's the chicken the playoffs. And then in the playoffs, I, I, think, I think he is willing to accumulate fouls like that knowing that he's going to play less minutes than most guys at his position. Yeah. My perspective on it flipped a little bit after the playoffs because he was much more disciplined once the playoffs got there. And honestly, I think he was the best player on the court for the Grizzlies in yeah. five of six, five of six games, five <laughs> of six games, excuse me. Yeah, he was nasty. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I'm, Do you I, have a predict? It'd be great if Wemby could play 70 games. That would be cool. And, be I, you know, if he doesn't have an actual injury, if it's just, like, lingering stuff, then he then he might. But I feel like if he, like, tweaks an ankle, if it, even if it's not serious, they're going to shut him down for two weeks just because they're like, there's no use in them taking the chance his rookie year. Sure. Yeah. Um, but anyway, do you have a non-U.S. If you had the, if you had the guess on a non-U.S. team to win, do you have one? So if I were to – 
so I, I like Canada, but I was I was saying this beforehand as well. Canada's super guard heavy. They've got a ton of talented guards, but they don't have a ton of like big man depth. So I don't think they're gonna really thrive in in this tournament in particular. Um, honestly, I like Germany. I I, Dirk playing? I don't like Greece because they're in the same pool as the U.S. Uh, Dirk is not playing. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> fucking sick, though. Uh, so I think I think Giannis is probably going to get eliminated pretty early. Yeah. Uh, honestly, Slovenia might do well just by virtue of having Luca. Luca. Like, Luca. Yeah. We've we've seen him before in in these uh, international games, and he does really really well. And the group that he's in, he's got. Cape Verde, Georgia, and Venezuela. Luca is by and f- like so far away from all these people in talent level that like if they just give him the ball and give him like a fifty percent usage rate, like if he just does everything, they're they're gonna win more games than they lose. And it's not the um, state Georgia, right? The state Georgia might be pretty well. I don't think it's the state Georgia. That'd be pretty crazy. Uh, I'd actually have to look up which NBA players are from Georgia. I mean, I'm sure there's a, a decent number of them that are actually straight up from there. Anthony Edwards. Also, a community for that. Yeah. Um, I lied. I was looking at I was looking at an old article that was pre the Jokic news. So the U.S. is still the favorite. But then it goes Canada, Australia, France, Serbia, Slovenia. So what did I, I say was, the top three was? So I, U.S., Canada, yeah. Australia. So I, I gave incorrect information. <clears throat> the one that you looked up probably was before they had determined like pool play, like who was playing who outside. I think of you're Indians. right. I think you're yeah, right. Yeah. So I think that's that's likely what would have affected a lot of this. Um, you know, obviously I'm rooting for the U.S. These are the. I'm, I'm just. Yeah, I feel like I have to. Um, but it's always interesting to see other teams do well, and I would love for it to not be a top three of the U.S., Canada, and Australia. Like I would, yeah. I would love to see some lesser-known country in there. Um, but like I said, we'll talk about that once FIBA actually gets here. We'll be doing reactions to the games. We'll be talking about performances that we like. We'll do all the stuff that we would do during the NBA season for FIBA once that's actually here. Uh, but with that, I think we can move on to the discussion question that we had briefly touched on last week. Got to talk about this week. I don't remember. Was this your idea, Moda, yeah. or yours? First? So basically, no, it was mine. I, honestly, I saw someone tweet it, and I read it and initially kind of scoffed, like, oh, that's obvious. And then I thought about it more, and I was like, it's kind of an interesting discussion between uh, Mobley and Paolo. So then I brought it up in our group chat, just like, what do you guys think? And then, yeah, so I don't, I, I don't have a strong take, and it isn't something that I've been, like, seriously considering myself. I literally just was like, oh, that's an interesting discussion and that's why i brought it up so that's kind of the impetus there i i gotta take unless uh i was gonna say if if anyone wants to jump in let's go i'd love to hear yours well i feel like when initially just like especially watching the two players you kind of think like what do you value more as a gm and how do you want to build your team with mobley i feel like you get the edge and like his spacing is really good on offense when it comes to pick and roll um he's always there for the lob like a lot of his points were coming from garland and mitchell driving and him being able to go to the basket off a pick and roll and get a dunk um he can run the floor which helps because cleveland likes to push the ball so you can get the ball up and down quick and then transition dunk in that way too a lot of this dude's shots are dunks he has 11 attempts a game two of them were two pointers um he's got a pretty good mid-range game kind of reminds me of like the kevin garnett bag from there and then defense, the rim protecting and the blocking is huge too. 
But honestly, I'm taking Bancaro like every time. He has the bag. He has the superstar potential. Um, just like he pops and flashes as a rookie, he has every move that you would want, and he's such like a big presence. Still being able to switch uh, on his handle. Honestly, he has a better handle than Jalen Brown already in his career as a rookie. And just so many of his finish- finishes, he gets in the post, gets a player like caught off guard, and then can just dunk. Like, And he does that with having step-back threes. Um, a lot of his offense, when it is just generated by him bringing up the ball, he's really talented. I just think Bancaro is the pick. I understand why you would want someone like Mobley. I think both players are great pieces to build a team around. Um, but it seems like if you have, like, the Cleveland just has stellar guard play, which I think really helps Mobley and has helped him develop, and that's why he fits so well into the Cavs. Um, but I'm excited to watch, like, Bancaro. Like, anytime Bancaro's on the court, I think he's worth watching. Just superstar potential. But, yeah, that's that's my take. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it depends on what you're looking for. Like, if you're saying this person's going to be your third best player, I probably would take um... – I probably would take uh, Mobley just because I feel like he's so valuable. Like what he does as a, as a I mean, literally he's like, he's like kind of, I reminds me of Bam, like incredible on defense, like has legitimate mm-hmm. defensive player of the year potential. I worry that he just doesn't have much of a bag on offense besides being really athletic. And I also, I don't want to put too much emphasis on this, but he was horrible in the playoffs offensively. Like the physicality just like clearly got to him. He was terrible. And like what we don't know what Paolo's ceiling is, but his ceiling could be like number one scoring option on a really, really good team. And I just think that like that just is more valuable to me than someone, even though Mobley's defensive potential is like legitimately best in the league. Um, if you're telling me like this is going to be your best player, I'll take the possibility that that Boncaro becomes like literally like a top five scorer in the NBA. Yeah. So I guess, you know, what you led with there, Modi is what are you looking for? And I guess I'll ask you this because you're the one that brought the question up. Is this, who do you want right now? Who do you want to win a championship or who do you want for their career? So my, the way I interpret it is you, you, you don't have a roster and you're drafting basically. And like, you're between these two players uh, and your goal is, and it start it's right now, like further career. Like you're not getting them for one season. You're getting like year, what, four of Mobley, I think year three. Um, in year two of three of Mobley and then two of Bancaro. Okay. Yeah. So you're, yeah, you're getting year two and on from Bancaro and you're getting year three and on from Mobley and you're a GM starting a new team is how I interpreted it. Obviously it can be interpreted however you want. That was my interpretation. Okay. Fair. Um, what was my first? Yeah, so pick, I guess, I guess. <laughs> if I went point I have, guard, maybe Mobley. Yeah, I, <laughs> I have two, two responses to that. Then I guess if it's if I'm building a team out of like nothing, and I'm I'm an expansion team, and I'm putting a team together, I'm gonna pick Bancaro. Like I, you you can do more with him. He's more ready to go. He's more ready to be a number one option. Uh, you know, you might not be a championship team, but you're going to at least be a good team, and he's going to be an entertaining player on that good team. If I'm building a championship roster with players that are already like a team that's already established in some way, I'm I'm actually I'm going to swerve a little bit. I'm going to go Mobley. Um, I think he makes more sense for that. I think uh, the NBA as a whole has devalued defense to such a degree that when you find really genuine potential transcendent defenders, whether it's a Bam, 
or Jaron Jackson or potentially Mobley uh, or Giannis or, or, or whoever it might be. There are so few of those guys compared to the number of guys that can score 20 points per game at a relatively good efficiency that I'm going to lean into the defensive player just because there's so it, it's much harder to find those guys. Do I think if I had to like over their career, who do I think is going to have the better career? It's probably, although I mean, part of this is going to be tempered by the like they're the magic. So I don't know if I trust them, but it's still probably going to be Bancaro because I don't think I trust the, the, the Cavs all that yes. much more. Um, but if you said, who do I want on my team this coming year? It's, it's for me, it's Mobley because I think he gets them further right now and he's more vital to their playoff success. Whereas Bancaro is a couple years away from being a couple years away. As good as he is, as good as he is, I still think <laughs> right now for me, it's Mobley. I think if you put so like it's just tough because um, obviously I really like Mobley too, but I think that like if you put Bancaro instead of Bradley Beal, for example, like if he was just the scorer, I mean I think like that's already like yeah the Suns are winning the title no doubt because I think he can add that defensive element on a team where defense like you know what I'm saying like I feel like Mobley's on the Cavs who have such a great team defense already he slides into that perfectly. Magic aren't trying to win games. So it's like, you know, Paolo Banker is not going to play the greatest defense and team defense. So I think like he could probably utilize his defense on a different scenario and in a different place. Um, but yeah, kind of feel like you also just had a tall person bias. Got to pick the taller person. <laughs> you're going to pick, you know. Mobley's barely taller than Banker. <laughs> six 6'10". That's crazy. Yeah, like he's a Kevin Durant. He's, you don't he's realize. a fucking absurd. And he, I, I was looking at their numbers before we got on this. Granted, these numbers are probably not accurate anymore because I think it's their draft weights. Mobley was drafted crazy. at I think two hundred five or two fifteen. Bancaro's two fifty or two sixty. Like physically, Bancaro is the more impressive guy. It's like LeBron. I mean, he has that hesitation. Bancaro is built more like LeBron. That's exactly right. He can change directions and has that hesitation move, but then has the step back three to like back it up and make defenders guard it. Like he, he is impossible to guard one on one. And it's like when I think he's going to then go up and shoot a floater or something, he's dunking on people. Yeah, it's crazy. Mobley needs um, to put on weight. I did not realize how light he was. Really? Really? Yeah, I, I kind of noticed that too. He gets all of his points from dunks, which he's amazing at doing it. Um, but I know he could probably use a little bit more for rebounding too, just a little more muscle there. Yeah, I mean he got like, I think I think part of part of the reason for the Kevin Garnett comparisons when Mobley does not have anywhere near the bag of Kevin Garnett is that they have similar builds. Yeah. Um mm. even even more so than like Durant and Garnett did. Um and I think Mobley has probably put on weight since he was drafted because the guys always do. They always do the twenty pound summer or whatever it is. Basically, they start getting on really good steroids. Let's call it what it is. Uh, but I feel like that's really low. Uh, the DM just completely dunked on my take with this, but he said Mobley dunks on twenty four percent of his field goals. Well, what's the? Which like, I feel like you think the, of a center. I don't think that like is low. I think DeAndre that's probably Jordan. pretty good. Well, yeah, DeAndre Jordan is like fifty percent, but he's the outlier. Mobley <laughs> yes. can at, at least have a mid range. Like what's like Bam's? Like Bam would be my biggest compare, like my closest comparison between. Yeah, Boncaro. Yeah, I mean, so sense. dunking on twenty four percent means that that's not that's that's 
ones that you're not laying up. That's straight up just dunking. I guess, yeah, if you're also of your baskets up, is a ton. Yeah. It's not just what's within two to four feet. It's straight up finishing at the rim. Uh, that's a lot. It's a lot. I imagine – I mean, I imagine there's guys that are higher than that. Damn, there you go. Bam, Bam was 13 in comparison. Yeah. I think uh, DM, while you're, while you're looking this up, can you uh, find what Giannis was? I feel like comparing it to DeAndre Jordan is like he's clear, he's like the biggest outlier and like those Clippers yeah. years his he has to be close to fifty percent if not higher. I think Mobley will likely develop a much bigger bag than Jordan, but I mean I'm sure people said that about Jordan earlier. Giannis sixteen percent, so yeah, twenty four percent of your field goals is clearly a lot. Yeah, I mean Mobley already yeah. has a bigger like already has more skills than Jordan ever had. Jordan was like just a rim runner. Like he couldn't shoot. Like his free remember he was like a the his free throws. He was always a terrible free throw shooter with this mm-hmm. this Clippers days. Yeah. He had like 40% yeah. free throw, I think. He was really bad. Yeah. He was he was Diet Coke Dwight Howard. He was yeah. he did a lot of the exact same stuff that Dwight Howard did, but he did all of it. All of it worse. Worse than prime <laughs> Dwight Howard. I mean, he was pretty and honestly, yeah. Prime Dwight Howard is an MVP, though. Like, DeAndre Jordan wasn't, like, awful, awful. He's a first-team like, first team. No, no, I'm not saying yeah. he was bad. Part me, This is me saying that Dwight was – Dwight doesn't get um, credit I, for being as good as he was. Gonna was. Say, I was going to say, I'm guessing of Dwight, too. I think at his peak, he was amazing as well. Oh, absolutely. Dwight yeah. – I, I think Dwight gets way too much hate compared to actually how effective he was. Um, Besides the assault thing, <laughs> I don't know what happened there, but yeah, we've talked about <laughs> we Dwight twice in two weeks. We got to move past that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know enough about that. We got to move past that. Um, but Damn, I mean, in terms of the one thing that 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 DeAndre absolutely has over 60%. Dwight is locker room presence. People like, like Jordan. Yeah. He, people like Jordan. He's been on teams for the past six years, not because he's still good at basketball, because he's not, but because people want him on their teams. Whereas Dwight Howard is probably still semi-decent at basketball and no one wants him on their team. And they haven't yeah. wanted him on their teams for a long time. Even when he was good, people could not could not stand him. Look at what happened with that Rockets team with Harden when uh, McHale was the coach. Like, they couldn't yeah. stand each other. The team couldn't stand him. There, were play- there was a playoff run in there where Dwight was arguably the best guy on the court. And I don't think he was on the team the next year. And well, it wasn't a money issue. Yeah, A playoff run, best player on the court playoff run specifically not the most impressive thing in the world when you're sharing the court with james harden but well okay at this point this was before this was like 2016 this was before harden had uh the uh the reputation that he does now he was developing that reputation i will absolutely say that yeah this was before we were all hating on him he was still bad he just we didn't realize that playoff harden was a thing yet yeah yeah all right, well, I guess uh, I'll go Mobley. You guys go Bancaro, and uh, we'll circle back in a decade and see who was most correct. <laughs> see who was right. Or the way the NBA is now, maybe we'll circle back in 20 years because these guys might be playing to 40. Who knows? DM, set a reminder for 8 to 2032. <laughs> um, if, uh, if the earth is not on fire, I was going to say, yeah, let's hope that things are still alive. Also, he yeah. mentioned that DeAndre Jordan did 60% of his shots were dunks in some seasons, which is crazy. That's or 60% absurd. of his field goals. That is just silly. And I, I assume being 24 being a lot. Dunks has to count lobs, right? Because I feel like we got to give Chris Paul credit for 30% of those. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's just no way. That's That's an absurd number. That's so many. Um, uh, one more DM. Can you look up, uh, uh, Rudy Gobert? 
Oh God, yeah, Ooh. that's a good one. Although Rudy I'm Gobert, still, what? he doesn't generate enough offense to get us stats. <laughs> Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert had pointers. a bunch of seasons with like 18 points per game. Like he's <laughs> definitely got some. What's my guess? I'm gonna guess Gobert. I'm gonna go uh, say 31, 48 percent, five zero. Fuck you. <laughs> I said that before you said yours. But uh, hey, you see the clips? Rudy Gobert stroking three points. Damn, pointers. career average 40.8. Wow. 40.8. There you go. I think Ferentinos would have been the closest. That's a 31. Yeah. Oh, just kidding. I'm the closest. Suck my dick. Yeah. Prices right rules? <laughs> oh, good point. Sure, sure. If you want to. <laughs> I don't know what we're winning for this. Maybe I'm gonna you're gonna get like a free dryer or something. Um all right. Uh you guys want to move on to the Immaculate Grid? We'll bring Elliot back. We'll get the screen share going. Uh we oh, will yeah, try and figure out how to this. do this in a way that works for audio listeners as well. And uh, we'll, we'll get that going. Oh, uh, Macaulay Grade, my favorite thing in the world. All right. So I gotta be um, all right. So how do we, okay. for the audio listeners. Yeah, Paul, before you guys start, do you want to explain the rules to anyone who might not know the rules? Yeah. So right. if you're not, if you're listening, not watching, this is going to be very difficult. But there are nine squares, and there's three rows and three columns. And there's, I guess, what, three, the three columns are teams in the three rows, there's two teams. Oh, it's a row and a column. Did I say that opposite? Uh, I don't know which one is a uh, horizontal or vertical. I guess I when you're muted. Too. And I, I work in Excel every day. Me too. Yeah, Suns Mavericks five plus assists per game per season is columns. Golden okay. State Warriors, Chicago Bulls, Milwaukee Bucks are rows. rows. All right. So basically, we need to find player that played for the Suns and Warriors, Suns and Bulls, Suns and Bucks, which I already have two of those three. Okay. Um, then we need to find a player, Mavericks, Warriors, Mavericks, Bulls, Mavericks, Bucks. Uh, and then we need to find a player that averaged five assists per game for a season that played for the Warriors. Uh, same category for the Bulls, same category for the Bucks. Did I say that okay. correctly? Does that make sense? Did that make sense? Yes. Okay, yeah. So the That's other, right. just players for the those and then it had, the, it had to be that. when they played for that team. So like you can't yep. say like you can't say Chris Paul for the Warriors. I've got so I've got two right off the top of my head. And you guys I've can got, tell me if you have better ones than this. Let's I think I have, them out. I think I have five. Wow, you got five. Head. Okay. All right. So, so all right. Warriors Suns. <laughs> Tell me I if mean, you have a better one than me for this one. Obvious one is Kevin Durant. <laughs> See, I was going to say Kelly Oubre. That's going to be way more. Uh, that's yours is way more, way more better. The Kelly first Oubre. one I thought of was Chris Paul, although I don't know if Chris Paul would count because he technically hasn't played for the Warriors. The yet. top banner: players acquired in the offseason won't qualify for their new team until they have appeared in a game. Oh, I can't read that at all. I'm really glad you said that. Um, so Kelly Oubre is a great guess. That's a good one for Suns Warriors. Oh, so this is current players too. Can't use historical players. You can no, you can do historical. You can. You can. Okay. Kelly Oubre doesn't play for either of those teams. Oh, he's so fucking pretty. Five <laughs> percent. What a headshot! What a headshot! Oh my god! Let's get Rick Fox on the screen too. While he we're looks at like it. my god. You guys know that that meme of like the person who's like his mugshot, but he looks like a model. Yeah, like, the really handsome mugshot guy. Yeah, that's what Kelly Oubre looks like. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. 
Um, uh, and then the other other one that I had, because you might have a better one than this, and then I'll let you do your five. For the Bucks, for five-plus assists per game in a season, my man, the alien, Sam Cassell. And you're confident in that, because that's way more rare than I had. I had um, – Drew Holiday definitely did it. Uh, I think Drew's done it. Jason Kidd. No, he wasn't on the Bucks. Uh, Not on the Bucks. Yeah, uh, Giannis has done it. Yeah, Giannis um, has definitely yeah, done it. Giannis has done it. What about like Eric Bledsoe? I don't know He's if he shooter. actually if he actually averaged five he got assists. Over five. Yeah, I my so goal is rarity. Step number one is is that you're confident that they apply. If if that's the case, then we go rarity. So like I know for a fact that both Drew and Giannis have. I don't know if. That Sam Cassell, he might have. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. To your point about Eric Bledsoe, though, he might, he would work for Bucks and Suns as a player. He would work for Bucks and Suns. I was thinking Tory Craig. I don't know who would be more rare. Tory Craig is probably a better option than Eric Bledsoe because he definitely played for both the Suns and the Bucks. I'm confident in that. All right, let's do Tory Craig. Let's get, let's get that in there. Let's save the five assists per game till, till later in case we blow some of these. Yeah, that's it. Elliot. There it is. 7%. All right. All right. All right. For the, for the bulls, um, D Wade or not D Wade, uh, Derek Rose. He definitely averaged five assists. for assists per game for assists per game. Did, uh, uh, did Heinrich ever average? That's a good five? guess. I don't know. Or like, I don't know if like Jordan did Jordan, Jordan he, definitely did. Uh, Scotty Pippen did five assists. Um, you think they both averaged five assists? different seasons but yeah yeah there was that there was that um what 49 or 53 or whatever win season when jordan retired and scotty became the primary playmaker uh i would think he probably did that but heinrich the dungeon master said heinrich feels like a great guess he probably did you're right he probably did like he was our point guard he played for enough years um like i know derrick rose did in his mvp year but he's probably a a more chalky pick yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried now that I'm saying Heinrich. Uh, I also don't know how to spell his last name. I think it's H-E-I-N. I think so. Um, we can also wait. Like, I know Mavericks Bulls, I think I don't think a lot of people are going to get this. Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo is a good one. Magic yeah. Bulls. Like, I think that's a... I remember when he got traded to the Magic, or not the Magic, the Mavericks. I was like, oh, that's a good, that's a good trade. And then he was a total train wreck. Oh, I had or, somebody for Bulls Suns a second ago, and now I'm blanking on it. For Bulls Suns, did Jamal Crawford ever play for the Bulls? I don't think so. Because that was one I had. Uh, um, Tyson Chandler, he was Bulls, right? Uh, was he? I think he was drafted by the Bulls because they drafted the Bulls went true. like went heavy. I think on players out of high school. They drafted both him and Eddie Curry uh, the same year in the draft. And they were both out of high school. And Eddie Curry, like, just, like, mentally wasn't there. Uh, but we can circle back. for This one's probably too chalky. Mavericks, Warriors, um, Harrison Barnes. Can we find one yeah. that's a little more little more rare? Mavs, Warriors. Uh, did um, – Monte Ellis? Did uh, – Monte Ellis. He definitely yeah, played for both. One. He definitely played he for both. Uh, did Homeboy from the Wizards and the Warriors play for the Mavericks too? Uh, JaVale. Shaq in a full MVP. JaVale McGee. That's a good guess. He feels like a 
he feels like a Maverick, uh, but I wouldn't, I'm not confident in that. He does feel like a Maverick though, right? He feels like a bad signing by the yeah, Mavericks. Yeah, he does. Point. For <laughs> Mavs Warriors, I feel like who, like Monte Ellis probably would be more rare, I would guess, just because he's older. Let's, let's do Monte Ellis. Unless Barantinos has somebody and that's like who he's really trying to tell us. Kyrie he might be trying to tell us somebody. Kyrie? No, I'm just kidding. But I say we do Monte Ellis would be my official guess, but I'm willing to be overruled. Okay. Let's let's do let's do Monte Ellis. All right. Did um 21, not bad. All right. Did uh uh Suns and Heat point guard. Did Dragic ever play for the Bulls? Dragic is a good one. He did. Are you confident at Fantinos? I I thought he had. I didn't yeah, know that. Fantinos good... seems confident. All right, let's do let's do it. I didn't know that, but he seems yeah, he seems confident. All right. Both sons. Fancy enough, if you want to leave the room for a sec, you come back on, man. Yeah, that's right. I don't want to like stress you out, buddy. Nice. When, when was he on the when was he on the Bulls? Was he on with uh he wasn't there during like, like uh, the D the D Wade randomly when he was the on the D Wade Jimmy era, was he? Because he went from Suns to Heat. He was on the Heat for a long time. And then he kind of bounced around. Maybe it was that maybe it was post. Yeah, he was I know he was on the Raptors. Like recently, he was right. on the Raptors. All right, Mavericks Bucks. Let's finish out the the two team ones. Mavericks Bucks is hard. Like West Wesley Matthews, did he ever play for the Mavs? <laughs> um, Dungeon Master is almost positive he played for the Mavs. I also think he Wesley Mav- Matthews. Yeah, yeah, that and makes he's sense. Not, he's he's a bounce around kind of guy. He went from he was on like the uh, he he was, like, he was really good on Portland, and then he tore his Achilles. And then he's kind of bounced around from there. Like he was on the Bucks, he was on the Lakers. Maverick seems right. We can do. We can do. Wesley Let's Matthews. give it a shot. And if we're wrong, we're wrong. You know, that's part of the game. Not it's Russell West. Westbrook. It's not Westbrook. It's Wesley. Yeah, it's, it's Wesley. There we go. Uh, for the viewers that are listening to this on Spotify, he typed in Wesley as opposed to Wesley. He <laughs> Wesley. was there, and a lot of people picked him, so that sucks 20, for us. Yeah, twenty percent. Right. I'm just not gonna bad. say it for the Bucks. Fucking Sam Cassell. Let's do this shit. I All don't right. know if I'm right, but fuck it. Risky business. We're six for six so far. We, we can do the other two first. Sam Cassell absolutely played on the Bucks. Did he get? No, I think he was talking about Wes Matthews. Um, are you confident that Sam Cassell had five assists in no, a season? No, but I'm pretty sure he did. All right, let's do it. Five percenter. Let's go. Well done, let's Griffin. Oh, your boy. He's still here. That's a good one. Um, for Bulls, we, I think Kirk Heinrich is good. I don't know how many people would guess let's, Kirk Heinrich. Let's try it. Let's try it. All right, Ferretinos is back. Oh, I know it's going to work my phone and it's way better than my fucking laptop we can hear you <laughs> we can hear you now we're now we're sideways oh there we go there we go man for the for the viewers watching this on on youtube this is gonna give them like <laughs> vertigo, <laughs> vertigo. alright yeah, let's do this, this stop moving it <laughs> this is better you look great, dude. You look great. Ferentinos, um, do you feel good about Kirk Heinrich for uh, Chicago uh, Bulls? Five let's go with Heinrich. I like that All right. a lot. All right. Oh, I was wrong about the spelling. Is it H-I-N? Oh. Yeah, it's 13%. Let's go. All right. All right. Okay, last one. All right, so Steph 100% did it. Um, 
Who's did the Bear- Chris, is Chris Mullins the Warriors guy? Yeah, but was he an assist? He was a center. He was a big man, right? No, nah, he was a guard. I thought he was a forward or something. He could have uh, five assists a game. What about Baron Steven Davis? Jackson putting up five assists per game? Steven Jackson, I don't know. But Baron Davis is also a pretty good guess. He was I used guard. to I feel like he definitely did it. Yeah, huge. I was Baron, a huge Baron Baron Davis. Davis. Yeah. Huge uh Jason Richards. Jason Richardson's white chocolate. Although he was a shooting guard, so probably not. Uh, Dungeon Master was you said Baron Davis was a fantasy stud. I could see that. I just worry, like, how many years did he play on the Warriors? I mean, he, he all he needed to do was one year. I just don't know what, like, um, what like I know his career, yeah. Like, it was, I he, like, he bounced around everywhere, and I know he tore his ACL at one point. I loved Baron Davis, though, he was a huge Baron Davis fan. Oh, I'm gonna be so bummed if we blow it on the last one. Well, if we want to just. 100% get it right. We could, we could do Steph. If we just want to not even risk it, like Steph definitely averaged five assists, 100%. I think Draymond has as well. Draymond probably has. Um, you're you're right. I don't know. Dre puts up those six, five, four stat lines. <laughs> there, was a, there was a period where Dre was good. Where he was like, period is where he was like eight, six, five instead of six. You guys remember his, his, his fucking game seven performance against yeah, he the Cavs where he put yeah, up like 30, wild. 10, and 10 or something? Yeah, game seven. Yeah. That was like, literally every bit of offensive talent that he's ever had packed into one game. Yeah, he was stroking the, from deep. He, he could not miss. Seven for 10 for yeah. three. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that game is a blowout if Draymond Green isn't doing literally everything on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Um, All right. Can we do Baron? Let's do Baron. Fuck it. All right. If we're wrong, we're wrong. If he dies, he dies. All right. Baron Davis, official guess. All right, DM. Get that shit in there. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Immaculate. Let's go. We are immaculate. People people often say that about us. Is what's what's a good score? Six point nine. One fourteen is really good. (laughs) Is it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Damn. See, I, this is cool. You get to see the most popular. Oh all yeah. Right, I was. I was chalk, all right. I was chalk as shit with uh with my five assist ones. Ooh, Jason Terry. You were you were also <laughs> right that the obvious one for uh, Warriors Mavericks was going to be Harrison Barnes. Yeah. And I then yeah, you were also right about Bulls Mavericks with Tyson Chandler. Who did we end up getting for that? Oh, oh, uh, Rajon Rondo, yeah. Rajon Rondo, no, yeah. I said Bulls. Was it for Bulls? Yeah, whatever. I think so. I think so. I think it was Bulls Suns, but it doesn't matter. Campaign, I don't remember him on the Bulls. (laughs) Well, that was uh, a lot. Uh, I'm looking forward to continuing to do these because that was weirdly stressful, and hopefully we'll have good audio the entire time. Uh, Elliot, the DM, thank you so much for you know making that happen on the screen. To any of the audio listeners at home, hopefully by the time you listen to this, I've cleaned up the audio somewhat to cut out some of the dead spaces and <laughs> us trying to figure out Ferentinos' mic. Uh, anything you guys you want to touch on before we get out of here? Are you ready to, uh, to hit it? I'm ready to hit it. I've uh, been doing a replay of all the Pokemon games, starting with the OG Red. I beat that. Oh, now I'm on yeah, to gold. Now I'm on to gold. Uh, so that's how I'll be spending the next couple of months. Mona, you have got to, you've got to, you've got to stream this stuff, man. Like I want to, I want to tune in for your Pokemon streams. Well, I do it on my Game Boy though. 
So I don't have like a just ROM. Do, get an emulator. Just do a ROM. Maybe I will. I'll yeah. think about it. Goals and then you can then you can uh, you can do a full screen view and you can do like two hundred percent movement speed. You can do all that shit. The movement speed's like a cheat code because you can like like when you're yeah, grinding. Well, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's movement speed's the best. Um, yeah. There's something that I was playing. Oh, uh, the there's like actual games now that like when they put like the like two version of it, like Final Fantasy twelve uh, has like a three hundred percent movement speed that comes with the game. Just because they know how much time people are going to spend grinding. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Hold your yeah. screen up to the webcam. I'm sure uh, an old Game Boy Color put up to the screen. <laughs> people will love that. That's, yeah. that's good content. All right. All right. I uh, will. I'll think about streaming ahead. it. If I can get more than one person to commit, so it's not just me and you. Basically, we should just do on a Zoom call. I will. Uh, I'll that feels kind it. of romantic to me. I don't know. <laughs> it, it does. Feels like it's 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 kind of upsetting to me that you don't want to do that now that it could just be you and I. But maybe. we'll talk about it off. We'll talk about it off pod. It's fine. Maybe I'll I'm do sure it in, we your can, dis- in your Discord. I'm sure we could yeah. turn it into a power hour. So <laughs> that's true. true. Also, Ferentinos would absolutely tune in to a Pokemon stream. What do you, Andrew, and Simon, like Andrew Simon? I was gonna say Andrew Simon definitely would. Yeah, that's that's three viewers right there. You're you're already basically a Twitch affiliate. Let's let's go. <laughs> All right, I'll consider it. Drink every time. Yeah, we can make a drinking game out of it. That'd be fun. But we all right, we we'll uh, we'll we'll workshop this, and I'll I'll decide. Oh yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk about pod, and maybe we'll have something to announce next time in the next few weeks. I know you've got your Alaska trip coming up. We will have at least one pod, maybe two, where it's going to be Ferentino's, uh, Elliot, myself, uh, and we will be back same time, same place next Wednesday night, five thirty p.m. Pacific. 8.30 p.m. Eastern. We will see you then. If you are not following us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, make sure you go do so. If you're watching us right now or you're listening to us anywhere, if you have not clicked the follow button or the subscribe button, please do so, and uh, we will see you next time. Peace. Peace.